Avec ma bande de chakramés, on jouait à chat perché. Sur un chameau, j'étais huché avec mon chapeau. On était sur la route et on a croisé un chat mort. Pourtant, j'avais pas vu de chat noir. C'était sûrement un chat d'égout ou peut-être un chat de gouttière ou bien la chatte à ta mère. So welcome everybody. Welcome, hi John. Hey John, how how you doing? Anything mesmerizing this week uh, before we dive into cryptos? Uh, well, cryptos have been mesmerizing. They've actually hijacked my attention. Oh, have they? Um, yes, I can't get my get get them out of my mind. But uh, we have a guest today that is going to help us resolve this and answer a lot of questions that our community has. Uh, should we introduce our guest, John? Uh, yes, we should. Uh, Quentin, Flores is yours. Uh, tell us about your uh, crypto life. What, why you believe in? Do you believe actually in cryptos? Shall we actually? Yeah, let's kick it off. Let's get. Let's get. Let's go for an intro. Let's share a bit of your background so we know where you're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, thanks a lot for having me first. Uh, so I started started learning about crypto in 2020. Uh, But I need to say that the first time I heard about Bitcoin was around 2018, uh, but I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I'm always, um, I, w I was always uh, super interested about investing. Uh, so I decided to, to do one more dive deep on the cryptocurrency overall. And it was when I lost my job. So I had some months uh, free where I had the opportunity to, to study, to do my research. And again, I started uh, learning on July 2020, but I only started investing around uh, December so, of that year. Quentin, were you motivated by the opportunities of selling illegal stuff online? <laughs> Not by that. I was. Uh, I read a lot of articles by the time uh, on how the crypto and the blockchain together could uh, change the world, could could uh, benefit the world and our society. So I said, okay, let's give it a try. But again, I, I lost some months, I lost some good opportunities because when I start uh, learning, it was around a thousand, if I remember correctly, thousand dollars per Bitcoin. And when I started, thousand. yep. Wow, yeah. but what, what about the time when it was like less than a dollar? Oh, come on, That's, that was... I, I, I didn't know about it when, like, when it, it right. was so low. Otherwise, I would be oh, millionaire. Right, yeah. So it was just it was just the drug the drug dealers and the uh, trying to I guess uh, buy illegal stuff. All right. Probably. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so John, is that to... why you got invested in uh, in the crypto thing? Because uh, you could finally you, you could um, alleviate some blockers caused by the dollar when you wanted to trade I some. Will be, uh... I will be honest. I do have a portfolio. Uh, And that's a fancy word for very little sum of money that I have invested in cryptos. Uh, I, I have FOMO. So I have a lot of uh, psychological disorders. Our usual community, our listeners would probably have realized this by now. Yeah. And uh, fear of missing out is one of them. So I wanted to jump jump onto the wagon and uh, not miss out. Did you, and did I think you jump I bought also, Did you jump at the time where Quentin jumped in? Uh, I think... I'm not sure. I've. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm actually. I stopped. I stopped following because I was making money and I didn't want to jinx it. And then I went online and went downhill. 
So yeah, you <laughs> still it. okay. Right. So we know. So can I have a question for Quentin actually? So Quentin, you said you were into investing. So were you investing in uh, other assets before cryptos? And uh, when you uh, switched to cryptos, did you jump with both feet? So what percentage of your savings do you have in cryptos at the moment, if I may ask? Yeah, yeah. So I was investing in a. Uh, um, uh, an app uh, so i was based in the us there was this app for investing and you give the money to them and they do everything for you and they buy several etfs and stocks according to your uh, risk profile so that was my my way of, of so it was investing. a bit boring right yes i mean I, I don't like to do it uh on an active mode let's say i'm not trading i, I don't know how to trade i'm so i, I liked the concept when i decided to switch to crypto i moved everything that I had on that app and I started buying uh, uh, crypto. So about my allocation, I know that this is very bad, but my allocation is 100%. And let's say 95%, it's, it's on crypto. You for see, the that's money that they've invested. Here. <laughs> so, Quentin, do you believe so still all, in your all the eggs yeah. in a single basket? Ahead. Exactly. Yeah, you know, so everything that you don't need to do, everything that you don't need to do, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, but is it on a single crypto or on a multiple cryptos? And and how do you select your crypto? That's, no, I mean, I have several cryptos. Uh, on how I would select them, that's a very good question. So for uh, some of them, I study them. So I, I checked the white papers. I try to understand what is the need of that coin and if it was a good uh, if I gave them, attributed them a good value, I bought them. Sometimes so I just follow the information you looked at, for example, which was like decisive and saying, yeah, that's a good crypto. Or this is a shit crypto, but I'll still put my money in. No, I mean, I always looking at what they can do in the society. So, for example, I invested in some Web3 coins. So how they want to implement the uh, the data for uh, for new companies, uh, how they want to reward the users uh, for the data that we share to them with them with the like social media platforms and everything. And we are not rewarded by them from for now. And they want to change this kind of thing. But sometimes so, I just yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So Quentin, just a quick question. Do you have any Bitcoins? Yes, that's is the first coin what, that I bought. What and the Bitcoins? What what do bitcoins do good for the society except for consume a lot of energy so i um i strongly believe that i mean the the reason why i decided to one second john responded to that question one minute ago saying you could trade all the illegal stuff in the world <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> no no go no, ahead sorry no no i mean the, the first they're, time they're trying I... to do good they're trying to do good <laughs> the first time i got I believe that drugs should be taxed as well, and there should be and there should be um, a legislation around it, quality control. But that's a topic for yeah, a different that's, that's, that's uh, next podcast. Week. That's next week. I, I totally agree. By the way, just open and closing a parenthesis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why not tax cocaine when you tax sugar, right? <laughs> Come on. But also, I mean, I don't know how, how it works in your countries, but also prostitutes. You need to have a legislation for them. Come on. It's yeah. it's one of the we main. Should do, we should do a live session, like a panel discussion. <laughs> uh, but th that being said, I will go back to the yeah. question that you asked me. Um, the reason why I got um, interested about uh, cryptos and Bitcoin, especially, is the fact that you know what is the supply that you have. So is that 20, 21 million coins, and you cannot uh, print more, uh, you cannot burn them. So 
I see it as a store of value, and I completely don't agree with the policy that, that is in place with all the um, central banks in the world and all the, all the governments, because they, for now, they have access to it and they can print how, how much money they want, and this is not uh, the so right way to do it. So it's a gold, basically. You, so you perceive it, perceive it as gold? I perceive it. I perceive it as gold, even though gold is not a finished supply for now because we don't know how much gold is there on the world. Uh, I was checking. Yeah. A, I was checking a, a research like uh, one week ago uh, on link on uh, Twitter. Sorry, and in the last twelve years, we found thirty-seven thousand tons of gold that were not expected to to exist. So did, so, that, did that decrease the value? Actually, did it have an impact on the value? The discovery of that gold. I mean, not for now, because gold is still uh, performing uh, not bad. Actually, performing much better than cryptos lately. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, at least cryptos are doing better than our podcast. Uh, that's that's, that's a good segue to my next question, actually. So I was thinking about this uh, huge um, fall of the value. And uh, I was actually had this conversation about the economy, about the upcoming, possibly upcoming recession. A lot of money that uh, disposable income that got accumulated but got spent invested into cryptos that basically are going bust so what happens to that money so there's a million being invested into cryptos and that million potentially could be spent on the economy on you know on travel which was we had to, which could not be done because of the restrictions uh or purchases or something when they got invested into cryptos and then it went the bubble is went bust let's say, uh, and forgive me for putting labels, but just for the sake of the conversation, uh, what happens to that money? Did it not exist? Did it just burn? Did it uh, disappear? Didn't it simply stay in the pocket of the the guy that sold at the profit uh, yeah. price? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it, but it, the guy, who's that guy, though? Like, how did he make profit out of it? Like, the guys well, who were to... minting the coins that were uh, mining them? Who are those guys? <laughs> Excuse me, John. Are we sending an alert here? If the guy that profited from there can show himself <laughs> for the for the next episode. Yes. <laughs> Let's send a, a bottle in the water. Guy that profited from that. What did you do to that money? Give it. Give a. Give it back. John. 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 Okay. You're, you're trying to. You're trying to wrap everything into irony, but you know, a quick shout out to my parents. Thank you for financing my education, and this. Fortunately, gives me some concept of the economy and of value. So if a company valuation, Tesla, falls, basically, it's the expectations of the company. But the money is basically a promise of a promise of value, not actual value. In cryptos, it has been more transactional. And this blockchain gives me the sense that every, every value... Oh, my goodness. Every value is recorded. There, I, my apologies, there are two dogs and one cat in the house. <laughs> I have control over just over one of them. I think I think your dog was trying to make a point at the outrageous comment you just made. Yes, but Quantum, I, I, I still want you to sort of get back to this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I maybe I don't completely understand this point, but I... I I'm aligned with what John said. So 
it's uh, uh, some zero game. So there are people who is losing money and there are people who is gaining money. Uh, so if the value of Bitcoin is crashing is because either, I don't know, there are uh, short sellers on, uh, on the futures of Bitcoin. Uh, there are people, a lot of people who are selling those Bitcoins and this is reflecting on the value. But there is not, I, I don't consider it like as, as um, a waste of uh, money. We, we are not missing any money. Like it's, the sum of the game is always uh, zero at the end, like any other uh, trading uh, and uh, stocks or whatever. Well, we, it's arguable because there are mon money multipliers. I mean, the way the banking system works is basically for every collateral, there are loans given out. So I'm I'm guessing that the bit the blockchain gives us a more rigid framework that will potentially create a more stable environment. One second, one second. Do you see the Bitcoin as something closer to money or something closer to an asset? Well, I yes, Quentin, why don't you answer? Because my, I will be I will be no, no okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's totally, a, a, as I said before, a store of value, so an asset. I don't consider it mm -hmm. for now as a, a monetary as a currency, system, basically. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not for now. It's not still. Uh, even though with the, the Lightning Network, so the upgrade that it already came to, it already came in, into Bitcoin, it's much easier because the transaction can happen in very few seconds. But just to jump back because actually john at the beginning was making a actually serious point because that's what warren buffett said uh, incidentally he said that he doesn't understand how the bitcoin goes up given that it's not a productive asset meaning it's not the support of an economic generation of something so question is if you take that into account how do you position yourself? Do you say, okay, uh, we believe in the digital economy in the future and those transactions will need uh, some sort of tool to make uh, those exchanges possible. And that's where I guess cryptos will come in. Or, and I think I lost my, my chain of thought there and I'm so, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you, are, <laughs> you really took your time to elaborate on the, on the question. <laughs> Let, let me fill in for you. This is yes, what it's too. Yes, uh, Ethereum, something. Is this productive asset? What is this? Uh, so. Or you're give us shine the light on this. No, I mean, uh, Ethereum, I, even, even though a lot of uh, Bitcoin maximalists are totally against Ethereum, I still see, I see it as a very, um, as, as a very important asset for the society. We created, I mean, not we, of course, not me, but uh, the human kind, lot, it's fine. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like a lot of uh, the new concepts were created on, on Ethereum. So let's just think about decentralized finance, uh, NFTs, and everything that will come up, come on Ethereum. So but aren't those like considered garbage at the moment after the crash of everything? That, yeah, I mean, of course, it depends what, uh, what you, who you're talking to. Uh, like yeah. NFTs at some point with a bubble where there were people spending thousands of um, uh, hundred thousand of dollars in, in uh, rocks, uh, image yeah, of rocks, no, no, and no, now no, they're really valued good. nothing. Yeah. Ah, okay. Please and, word, uh, sir. Yeah. And of course, now they are not uh, valued anything. But if you think about the concept of uh, NFT, I think it's here to stay. Uh, it's just that there are, now there are a lot of people who are taking advantage of it. 
There are so yeah. many fake projects that are just uh, that were just born just to take money from from mm-hmm. retailers. So uh, actually, we have to start wrapping it up. I don't know, John, if you want to uh, have the closing question. I have, I have I have an existential actually question. Best yes, let's bring it on. Uh, I mean, it has been a tech savvy uh, audience that have been uh, exploring investing and. Uh, possibly trading uh, cryptos and um, looking into the blockchain. And then there are conservatives who are like, no, banks. And then there are even more conservative people who are like, no, my uh, mattress is the best storage of of dollar bills. Uh, Is there a risk of a division in society that there will be the conservative society looking to work with banks and then the new generation or the the future polarization, basically? Great word, exactly. Yeah, an economic polarization. Ooh, nice one, good question. This is very nice. Uh, Quentin, very nice you can, uh, yeah, you can wrap it up. Floors is yours. You can answer whatever you want, or you can <laughs> even pass the question. <laughs> no, I will. I will try. I will give my point. I mean, it was a very, it's a very tough question, a very interesting question. I just think that for the next generations, the trust on banks is gonna always go uh, lower. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this, and probably also with the, the upcoming recession that we will leave, uh, we will probably see a lot of governments or banks that will go bankrupt. And this means a lot of money for, or people that will be, will be lost forever. So this should, be go, should, should give more trust to something that you can really own. So it's a seed phrase. The, in my case, it's for uh, crypto. So it's something that I have in my wallet. Nobody can take it. I know the password. And... I'm not. I, I will not put my money on a centralized uh, platform because I will not. I'm not trusting uh, banks. And would you be the view of the younger generation or the older generation? Just to. I mean, I think this uh, the 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 younger generation, so the new generations will yeah. will be more uh, aligned on this, uh, mm-hmm. and it will, will be very difficult to move the old generations to to this kind of uh, of thoughts. Thinking, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if you have Warren Buffett against it. Thank yeah, you very yeah, much, totally. guys. Uh, enjoy your week. Yes, thank you, guys thank for you Quentin, me. for joining us. I'm looking forward to getting my pension in, uh, in Bitcoins. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Bye, guys. On a croisé un chat mort. Pourtant, j'avais pas vu de chat noir.